Lindsay. I'm Jamie. And this is the Codependent Podcast. We have a super special guest on our podcast today, and we are just going to kind of jump right into it. Yep, we're jumping right into it today. We are so excited to uh, be on the podcast today. We have a very special guest um, that we've been anticipating for a while now, and we finally have been able to get it all set up and going, and uh, we know that all of our codependent girlies are going to love this because the big topic we're talking about today is self-care, and as women, moms, business owners, all of the things, we know how self-care gets pushed to the back of our list. Yes. So we thought we'd just do a little episode about kind of self-care, what we can do to help ourselves. And we have a very special guest today. This is Dr. Nicole Sparks. Um, So Nicole, do you want to just take it over and tell us a little bit about yourself? Of course. So I'm really excited to be here with you guys today. So like they said, my name is Nicole Sparks. I am a board certified OBGYN. I'm also very busy mom of three, seven, a four and a one-year-old wife, dog, all the things. So um, life gets pretty crazy. So I'm excited to talk about this topic. I think this topic is so important and the the word is often thrown around, but I feel like we don't actually put it into play in our daily lives. So I'm really excited to chat about self-care today with you guys. Yeah. I feel like self-care is so easy just to say like, oh, everybody needs self-care, but like how we can actually incorporate self-care into our daily lives, especially like you said, as mom, business owner, wife, dog Doctor, mom. you're so busy. You're I so- can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah. so, but what does self-care look like for you individually? Yeah. So, you know, first I would like to define self-care, you know, so the way it's defined is by taking time to do things that help you to live well, whatever that means. It could mean your physical health, your emotional well-being, your mental health, but what are you what are you doing to take the time to improve yourself? And we often think that self-care is seen as a luxury and not a need, but it is indeed a necessity, right? So we think that, oh, I've had a bad day. I need some self-care. But really, self-care should be actually interspersed and scheduled throughout our day. It literally should be part of your daily routine. And self-care looks different for everybody, right? So how self-care looks for you guys, it's not how it looks for me, it's not how it will look for some of our listeners. Self-care can be as simple as I'm getting an uninterrupted shower without my kids bothering me, or I'm getting all the water that I need for the day, or it can mean a massage or a solo vacation. It can be as small or as big as you make it. Um, but as long as it's helping to improve yourself, like I got up at six today to do a personal training class. That's self-care to me. I didn't really want to get up, but I know that doing things like that are going to help me. So for me, self-care can be big. It can be small. I love to travel. So a vacation's always good. Obviously, I can't always leave my three children and vacations yeah. are a lot yeah. of money, right? So what am I going to do throughout my day? So for me, getting appropriate rest, um, which again is hard, but I'm almost out of, you know, I'm out of the newborn stage now. So that's sleep has become not so elusive as it used to be in the last few months. Um, You know, like I said, drinking all the water I need to drink because I, when I'm at work and I'm on call, I will go hours without drinking, without eating. And, you know, that's not self-care. So it's literally like, what are the little things that are helping you? I schedule a massage every month. That is like my time to get away. I'm like, tell my husband, you take the kids. I'm going for a massage and I'm going, you know, to eat afterwards. So doing things like that and self-care can be spending time with family. So getting uninterrupted time with my children is self-care for them and for me, right? Because I'm gone a lot. And so when 
when I'm here, I really treasure the quality time that I'm able to spend with my children. Self-care for me is getting to get through my 10-step skincare routine without someone bothering me, you know? So getting to do the things that fill me up so that I can be a better mom, a better wife, and a better doctor all equate to self-care to me. Totally. I love that. And I think that it's a really cool concept that you said, like self-care really does look different to everybody because like you said it, we kind of like envision this self-care as like, like something you only do sometimes, but to incorporate it every day, that's such a good reminder. And I'm sure all day, like you're telling your patients, you know, drink water, take care of yourself. Right. You're pregnant. And right. I'm, pre I'm pregnant right now. And like my doctor's, ah! like, are you eating? Are you Thank you. Like, are you eating? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you drinking water? Like you're checking in on your patients all day, but like you probably are like not doing the things as much that you're telling them or hopefully you are, but you're, right. you right. like forget it because you're so busy. So I just, I love that. I think right. that's so important. So when you are so busy, how, how can families like, work real self-care into a busy every single day routine? So I think one of my big mantras is asking for help. And so, oh, you know, we have these things where it's like, you want to be a superwoman and you can do it all. And I tell people you can have it all without having to do it all. And so having help is a big way that I can incorporate self-care because when I'm on call, I'm working 24, 36, 48 hour shifts. So I'm gone a ton. And when I'm gone, you know, my number one source of help is my husband. He's amazing. And, you know, we've been married for almost 13 years and together for 15. So he's kind of used to this crazy OBGYN life. So when I'm gone, he's like, I got this. He does all the drop-offs, drop -offs. he does the pickups, he does, you know, dinner, he puts them to bed. And then when I'm here, you know, I relieve the load. He gets to go play some golf or go hang out with his buddies because now I'm here and then we hire help. And so I, you know, I tell people your, your help doesn't always have to be family. My mother was amazing and, you know, stayed with us for a year and a half with our first kid, eight months with our second kid, six months with our third kid. So she was a big part of our notice to get shorter each time. Right. But she gets a, she's a big yeah, part of our community when we have our children. And then again, we have, you know, a sitter that comes and help, helps us whenever the both of us are busy. And so without help, it kind of gets impossible to do self-care because you're just trying to get by. And so my biggest thing is don't be afraid to ask for help, however that looks. And, you know, people are like, well, I don't have family. It does not have to be family. And some, you know, one of my friends on Instagram said a great thing. She was like, sometimes you have to hire your village. You know, we always we always say it takes a village. But sometimes your village doesn't live around you. Sometimes your village is hours away. So you may need to hire and create your village. My village is my neighbors. You know, me and my neighbors are really close. So if I have to go somewhere, I'm like, hey, run over real quick. And can you watch my baby while I do this? And we do that to each other all the time. And it's just understood that, you know, you guys are part of my village and you know my friends i have some friends from college that are here i'm like hey you know you know when you said you're gonna help watch my baby well tuesday's <laughs> a great time so you know take people up and don't feel like you're being a burden because if you try to do everything yourself you start to feel isolated and alone and you know then the depression starts and all of that so in order to even not get to that point ask for help you don't have to do things by yourself no, I mean, I totally get that. When I was out of town, the last time I went out of town, um, me and Jamie were out of town together. And normally if I have like an emergency with my kids and I'm not there, I call Jamie, but she was with me. And <laughs> it was like the first time I had to ask somebody like, 
besides my mom for help. Her husband. husband, Because my husband was out of town and my mom Mm. was with us. And my daughter like was throwing up at school. And it's almost uncomfortable to ask somebody Mm. for help. I called my best friend up that was there. And I was like, can you pick my daughter up? And like, I felt so bad. I'm like, if you can't, like, you don't have to, like, I can fly home. (laughs) And and she has, and she has four kids of her own. So it's like, you don't want to burden these other moms, but if you just show up for each other. And she did, she went and picked her up up and and she kept her all day for me. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's uncomfortable to ask for help, but I think that if we can all realize that as, especially as moms and business owners and working moms and having a bunch of kids and all the activities, if, you know, every once in a while we help somebody else out, it'll come back and they'll help us out as well. You know, exactly. And yeah, I I love the asking for help. I think that it, it really does help with not feeling as alone, like in life, you know, like it, it's really good. I I actually love that piece of advice. And, um, if you guys didn't know, Dr. Sparks is actually um, partnering and in, in conjunction with T and Dickinson's, which is uh, a big brand. They've been around since 1866, actually. Um, but they have lots of different products. Their main products are their witch hazel products. And um, I kind of want you to introduce how how um, you you like the brand, what you use them for, uh, how you recommend them to your patients. Yeah, well, how we can incorporate them into our self-care and into our family. I know it's a very family-based product. So so how could we incorporate those products into our self-care routines? Yes, of course. So I, um, I, I'm partnering with Teen Dickinson's, like they said, and they have been around for a long time, for over 150 years. So I'm sure you have heard their name. And um, they're... They're mostly known for their witch hazel and the reason my body or my body and their witch hazel is distilled. So you're only getting the purest form of the product with no additives or anything like that. And it can be used for a variety of purposes. So one of the main reasons or one of the main ways I use Tian Dickinson's witch hazel is part of my skincare routine. So I tell people that after you do your cleansing routine, you can actually use this as a second step of your skincare routine. And as an OBGYN, the way that I recommend Tian Dickinson's to my patients for the witch hazel is for aftercare. So it is so gentle that it's great for postpartum care, gentle enough for my new moms. And so after delivery, of course, you're healing, you may have some tears, you may have hemorrhoids, just all the things that our poor bodies go through during pregnancy. So while you're in the healing stage, um, you can use the witch hazel for first aid, you can use it for daily cleansing, or what I tell people is to use it on their pads. So I'm sure we've all heard of the padsicles. So what you do is you take a pad, you wet it, you put it in the freezer, and you can actually use distilled T and Dickinson's witch hazel. And it will provide a soothing, comforting relief, help to help you for healing for every postpartum stage. They also have their hemorrhoidal pads, which again, are great for healing. My patients actually love their hemorrhoidal pads. Um, and we actually, you know, prescribe witch hazel in the hospital. You know, so people may not know it, but when, you know, when your nurses are giving you those pads, they usually have witch hazel on them because they're known for their healing properties. And then if you 
Some of these products have alcohol in them. And so if you have very sensitive or irritated skin, Tia Dickinson's actually has a new product, which is still their witch hazel, but without the alcohol has hyaluronic acid and aloe vera. So that's also a very good option for people who have sensitive or irritated skin. Um, I love that. yeah, so really great. And then in addition to all of the postpartum uses, um, uses, it's also great for kids. So again, because, you know, it's a gentle product, it's really great for the whole family. So if, you know, we're outside a lot, because again, that's part of the part of my ways of having self-care, spending quality time with my family. But with being outside comes the bug bites and the scrapes and the sunburns and all of those things. And so we actually use the witch hazel for all of those things. Um, And then even for aftershave care for my husband. So it literally has uses for every single person in the family. And like I said, if you have sensitive skin, you can try their alcohol-free option. They also have um, their pads, their biodegradable pads, which, you know, not only are great for the environment, but I carry them with me in my car and the baby bag. So whenever my kids have sticky hands, we can use the pads. So I use their products throughout my day. Again, part of my skincare routine, recommend to my patients, great for my kids, great for my husband, great for the entire family. No, I love that. I actually, when I was delivering my daughter, I had a fourth degree tear and Witch hazel pads were Blessed my you. best friend. <laughs> but I didn't realize like how much I needed them. But I right. I used those suckers for like a solid three to four weeks. I like right. it it brought me so much more relief than anything else brought right. me. Like it was it was rocky. I could not have gotten through. I took handfuls from the hospital. I'm like, <laughs> just keep bringing more, just keep bringing more because they really did help so much. Oh, that makes yeah. me happy to hear. That's great. I love all the different uses. That's that's huge. And I also like TMI, but yeah, I got really bad hemorrhoids with my last <laughs> one and I had never heard of them. Like I never, I didn't know what like hemorrhoids were. Right. But, but right as I was leaving, the nurse was like, oh yeah, by the way, you're like, you're, you have hemorrhoids. I'm like, what? What does that mean? Like, what is that? <laughs> Literally, and because you um, can't see in that area, and people don't know it's fair. You might not ever get it, except for when you're pregnant. But I tell people because yes. the the uterus is putting so much pressure on yes. those veins. You'll be like, I've never had hemorrhoids before, and guess what? Pregnancy will bring out the hemorrhoids to everybody. So it's actually not TMI. It's very common. Almost all my patients have them, and the good news is that they'll usually go away after you deliver. Yes, and. I did not know that there was pads for them. So if I get them this time around, I am very looking forward to having something to use because I just remember complaining to my husband, like, I'm in, like, it's such a weird, they hurt, they hurt so bad. And I didn't know what they were. And, but I love, like you said, there's just so many uses. And I love that um, T and Dickinson's is like the pure form of it, which like you said, some of them have alcohol and stuff. So I love that this is like the pure form, which is I think huge for so many people. Definitely. And we have so many moms and postpartum or pregnant moms that listen and just moms that have kids and have husbands. Like my husband has horrible razor burn after. So I need to get him some of these to try. Get him some. (laughs) So what, what products would you recommend for someone for self-care from T and Dickinson's? Like if you could give them three products, what would be your top three for self-care? If you're postpartum, of course, I would recommend the hemorrhoidal pads if you're specifically dealing with that. But their main product um, is their TN Dickinson's Witch Hazel Clinical Grade 100% Natural Astringent. And again, this is really what you can use for anybody in the family. So like I said, I use this as part of the second step in my skincare routine. Um, 
recommend it for my patients. You can use it for just daily cleansing, use it for my children pretty much daily because someone's always getting hurt or mommy, I have a mosquito bite again. So and I live in Georgia, so we have them everywhere. Um, the other product, which I mentioned is Tian Dickinson's Witch Hazel, but this is the alcohol free version, moisturizing astringent. So pretty much the same product that they're known for. But because we recognize that some people are going to have irritated or sensitive skin, this is a product that you'll want to use. If you know that you've been allergic to other products in the past that have alcohol in them, then you can use this version of their product. And then the third one I'd recommend is the Tian Dickinson's Witch Hazel Soothing Cleansing Cloths. And again, because I have three small children who are always dirty, um, these cloths are just great. They help to remove dirt, oil, everything. They're great for sensitive skin. Again, because they're plant-based, they're biodegradable. They're also great for the environment. So these are in both of our cars. They're in my baby bag. They're in the purse. So I take them with me wherever I go. So those would be probably be my top three products. Awesome. And Jamie's husband, really not to call Justin out, but <laughs> he really struggles with um, razor burn. Razor burn. What, would, what would be the top product for that? Just like the pad or is there a specific one? So he can use the pad or he can just use the regular natu natural astringent. He can just put it on a cotton ball. But their main witch hazel is, is the T.N. Dickinson's main product that can be used for everything I just named. That's, awesome. their, that's their staple product. And then, like I said, the alcohol-free version if he has sensitive skin. I need to get some of that to keep in my bag, like you said. When you said you have it in your baby bag, I was like, oh, my gosh, that is so smart because – we we're in Arizona and I'm sure you have more mosquitoes and stuff than we do in Georgia. But <laughs> well, we do. <laughs> yes, I bet. Um, but we do get like, there's a certain time and this is the season right now. My girls and my oh. girls get horrible reactions to mosquito bites. And right. so I need to keep that in my bag. That is so smart. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a product that I'm sure so many moms and women don't even think about to keep in their bag. But it's like a small thing you can put on instead of like a cortisone or whatever. And it can help like relieve right. it, remove right. the dirt. From the yeah, no, my daughter complains about bug bites every single day, okay. every single day. And there's I, always a new scrape, a new bug bite, a new, always. <laughs> there's always something that I could put something on to help relieve it. And I just, <laughs> it would, it would be really nice. I need to like, just have like a little tiny mini bottle and put it in my bag and always Which have it they on do. me. Yep. They have yeah. the mini yeah. bottles yeah. too. <laughs> I need that. I definitely need that. I, I honestly love the feeling of witch hazel on my skin. Like it, it's one Kenzie's of my obsessed with toner. So I was like, Oh yeah. Toner is witch hazel. Like no. that's what, I don't know why it just makes my skin feel like it's getting more clean than just like a cleanser. <laughs> it's like I'm rubbing right, all that's right. That's why I use it in addition to my cleanser. Exactly. Yes. It's crazy when you put it on a pad and wipe your face after you cl cleanse it and there's like still dirt there's still and makeup dirt, and it's yeah. like, right. Oh my God. You're still there. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, one of my very, very first skincare products that I've ever bought, well, my mom bought for me when I was like 13, she was teaching me about skincare and I got like the, I don't even know what brand it was, but I got a brand and she bought me like a little pack of everything and there was a toner in it. And I remember specifically just like loving the toner. Like I loved the feeling of it. And ever since I was 13, it's been like my number one product because I just feel like it cleanses so good and it just makes my skin feel all tingly and cool. And I just, I love it so much. Which is also <laughs> weirdly the same feeling when you, after you give birth and you put the witch hazel pads in your pad or whatever, and it right. just like you down. It's, it's like the best relief ever. That's like the thing I'm always like, I need to change out because it's so much relief. It's so much relief. Yes, yes. absolutely. 
So the hemorrhoids pads and then making like the little padsicles. Is there any other products you'd recommend to postpartum mamas? Those, those are my top two. Those hey, are my perfect. top two. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I love that. And where, cause like, I know that some hospitals they'll use like other brands and stuff um, to refill like our little refill our postpartum basket. Or I, I feel like I love to give the gift of a postpartum basket to a mom, especially a new mom. I they just, don't need more onesies. They need something right. for They need for themselves. They need themselves. Yes. And I love to do like some snacks, but also some like some disposable underwear, some padsicles, some witch hazel, like all the things that you forget about and the peri bottles, like all of those that are so important to a mom, a new mom postpartum. Um, where can we go and buy these pads and stuff that we can add to the little postpartum baskets for ourselves, for our friends, for our family? Yes, you can buy them at all major retailers, the pads, the T.N. Dickinson's products. So you can get them off Amazon, uh, Walgreens, CVS, Walmart, Target, Rite Aid. So you have your pick. And I also truly love postpartum baskets. Um, like you said, the mesh underwear, the Perry bottles, and as I'll do candles, snacks, of course, do, you know, T.N. Dickinson's uh, witch hazel products and the hemorrhoid pads and the cleansing cloths. And so, like you said, we're always giving things for the babies, diapers and onesies. But uh, I tell people it's time for us to start thinking about the moms postpartum because they have just literally had a whole human come out of their bodies. So, you know, I think a postpartum basket is a great idea with things that are dedicated for the mom. I feel like this is Jamie's way of telling me that I need to get started on her postpartum basket. Get started on her postpartum basket. Jamie's <laughs> <laughs> like, so where can Kenzie and go? don't to fill it with onesies. <laughs> all my friends that are listening. <laughs> Jamie needs like 800 bottles of witch hazel. All the postpartum basket essentials. <laughs> I do remember when I, I had my baby after Jamie. Jamie's daughter was 18 months old when I had mine. And I just remember Jamie coming over and she was like in my kitchen, just making me like 800 patsicles. Like yep. you literally came to my house and I had them. And thank goodness, since I had a fourth degree tear, I had to have one in at all times. And I just remember her slaving over these patsicles for me for hours and it was helpful. So now it's my turn to buy you some hemorrhoid pads. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's what sisters are for, honestly. That's funny. Well, uh, Dr. Sparks, is there anything else that you want to add for us today? In self-care general, in general? Just in general, yeah. Is there anything else that we need to chit-chat about? I would just say, um, like I said before, let's try to make self-care part of our routine. Try to make sure you schedule it. And I also want to say that, you know, the benefits of self-care and just making sure that you remain calm and you're not overwhelmed. Um, so I tell people that your children can really feed off of you. So if I come home and I'm really stressed from work, my children act different. Like they can just tell. And, you know, you want your you want your space to be a safe space for your children. And so I think one of the biggest benefits of actually scheduling and making self-care priority is that you are calmer, you are less overwhelmed, and that flows into other areas of your life, right? So I'm going to be a better wife to my husband. I'm going to be a better mom to my kids. I'm going to be a better physician for my patients when I am not running on empty and giving them my last little bit. And so I tell people, fill your cup up, which we always say, fill your cup up so that you actually have enough overflow to give to the people around you. And really by scheduling self-care into your daily life, you're able to do that. 
No, I definitely find my patience level like going skyrocketing when I have some self-care. I am a better mom. I'm a better friend. I'm a better wife. Like just getting a little bit of time for myself and actually prioritizing like my own self care. Like I am a hundred times better of a mom. Even just like going on a drive, like at night to go grab a drink. Yeah. Yeah. not be touched for a minute and just like <laughs> let your you mind wander. Yes. Or even just sitting in your car. Like my husband's yes. always like, he's like, are you outside in your car again? I'm like, yes, I need five minutes. So when I get, yes. I know we all do this. I just sit there. I just sit and I just take it in because I know the chaos that's about to ensue. And so that yep. again is a form of self-care. You take five or 10 minutes in that car before anyone knows that you're home and you relax and you just take time for you. And then you take your breaths and you go in and you you face you face the day but you know again little bits of self-care little pockets of self-care throughout the day to make sure that you are not completely drained by the end of the day yeah no I completely agree and sometimes I like to just like romanticize my self-care like I'm going to get a drink and that's all I'm gonna go do but I'm gonna listen to my music I'm really gonna like like intently say that this is my self-care time and then I feel like I can enjoy it so much more. Like I text my husband, I say, I need 10 minutes. Like, let me just go do this. And I just, I can like embrace it and like almost romanticize it a little bit. Like, instead of being like, I just need a break and like, like, okay, take some breaths, call my sister, call my friends, like, you know, just listen to music and just relax like intently. I think that helps so much more. It does. And I love the idea of romanticizing self-care where it's not just like, oh, I'm going to take the shower. It's like, no, I'm using my shower bombs and I'm making this an experience. Yes. And this this is not just me taking my daily shower. This is a form of self-care to me. So I think just recognizing that some of the things that we do every day are actually a form of self-care if we take the time to acknowledge them as self-care. So I think that's great. a great point that you brought up is romanticizing these little pockets that we get throughout the day that this is in fact self-care. I'm going to acknowledge that it's self-care and it's going to make me a better person and make me, again, more available as a mom and a wife and in my business and in my job. I feel like the hardest time of life to find self-care is with a newborn baby. I feel like that because they always, they always need you. Like there's no, there's no, give me five minutes. There's none of that. So how would you, how would you help your like postpartum moms that have just had a new baby? Like what would you tell them to get like an ounce of self-care into their daily routine? Back to what I said before, not being afraid to ask for help. You know, I know the baby, we think that only we can be there. And, you know, short of breastfeeding, you can hand that baby off. You can hand the baby off. And so I tell people it's it's literally okay. And I say this, but even with my third baby, I did not do this. I was still with the baby 24-7, snapping at everybody. And I was like, oh my gosh, like you tell people not to do this and you are doing the same thing, Nicole. And so it's it comes back to that. And so one of the biggest things I tell people is not waiting until you have the baby. So before, I don't know how far along you are, but before you even have the baby, you are getting your village in place. Like you were saying, I'm going to need help. This is what I'm going to need. Who's bringing food? Who's going to help me do laundry? Who Have your village in place. So by the time you have your baby, everybody knows, like all my friends know what they're doing, when they're coming. You're going to want your alone time, of course, but you are going to need the help. And you're right. The newborn stage is probably the hardest to actually get self-care because even a shower seems elusive because it's like they know you put them down and the minute you go in the shower, it's like, and I'm like, seriously, seriously. And so 
just making sure that you you have help. And again, get your village in place and get that when you're in your third trimester, how is it going to look postpartum when you come home? Alert your friends, put them on standby. Because again, if we say it takes a village, let's actually get our village together to be there for us when we know we're going to need them. And I love that you said like, like ask for specific things like, hey, I need to take a shower today. Can you come hold my baby? Or mm-hmm. I need to grocery shopping. If I place an order, can you pick it up for me? Like love that specific specific things that you can give your friends in your village and your family, whoever's helping you in your village, give them a specific task that needs to be done. Because so many times I like people will say, what can I do? And you just feel so overwhelmed that you're just like, it's okay. I'm fine. Right. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need anything. Like, let me know what I can do. It's like, well, yeah, but like, I, I know I need help. I need, I know I need help. Like, can you, can you help? And I think that also comes from communication beforehand. Like me, like before Jamie has her baby being like, Hey, I'm going to set up a meal train. So like, I'll get some meals taken care of for you. Like having something on the outside of that, like as the one that's not going to be postpartum being like, Hey, this is what I'm going to do let's set it up. Let's get it rolling. You know, instead of me being like, yeah, when the baby comes, like I'll give you some help. But instead (laughs) being like, Hey, on Tuesday, like I'm going to come and do this. I'm going to watch your kids for you this day. Like it's so much, it's so much easier to accept help when it's specific help, not just like, I'm going to come over and help you out today. It's like, no, I'm going to pick your groceries up. I'm going to send you dinner. I'm going to like being more specific about it where they can't really say no. Cause right. then you just kind of have to accept the help and yep, it's you helpful, do. but you just, instead of saying like an open-ended question, like, Oh, I'm going to come help you or let me know what I can do. It's like, they're not going to ask for help. So being more specific with how you ask if you can right. help, I think is important on the other side of that. Absolutely. Be specific with your ask. I like that. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for all of this. I feel like I actually like love this interview. I feel like so many of our listeners can relate to everything, whether they're having a baby, have had a baby, they're moms, they're women. Um, It's so important in all of our stages of life to continue self-care. And I love that we were able to talk about specific products that can help us in all of the different ways for all of the members of our family. Um, So we really appreciate your insight and uh, hearing from a doctor in OBGYN is so cool because you see this every day. You're talking to people about this every day. So I just love that and really appreciate your time to take with us. Thank you guys for having me. I had so much yeah. fun today. <laughs> no, this was awesome. Jamie's going to keep you on the phone to ask you a couple questions about a pregnancy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay too. My friends, my friends all think I'm their personal OBGYN. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Jamie's like, so I'm going to text you. <laughs> I have a friend that's a labor and delivery nurse. And I was like, hey, so when I'm like getting closer, would you like, would you check and see how dilated I am? Like, <laughs> he's like, stop. <laughs> that's so funny. That's so funny. Oh, no. Uh, no, that's funny. But thank you so much. Thank really you so it. much. This was awesome. And everyone go and check out the T and Dickinson products because they are amazing. And as always, girlies, we will see you next week on the Codependent Podcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.